Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to a brand new edition of the Sam Bissell Podcast on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And right now I'm going to be bringing you the latest and greatest going on around the world of Hollywood. Hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday. A lot to talk about today. Hope everyone's gearing for the weekend. If you're watching March Madness, there's a lot to look forward to in the next couple of days. I'm going to be talking about Venom 2 moving over to another release date. I'm also going to be getting into Kevin Feige talking about the future of Captain America. But there's something else that's related to Captain America that came out today, and that is the series premiere of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was one of the big things that's coming out this weekend for everybody to check out. The other thing, of course, is Zack Snyder's Justice League, which you can check out a review that I have coming on in the next day or two for the weekend, so you can hear my thoughts on that. If you want to hear my initial thoughts, you can check out my social media pages, which I'll list out at the end of the podcast. But right now, I want to talk about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, like I did with WandaVision, Fridays will be non-spoiler reviews. Mondays, I will have my full spoiler reviews for the episode to come out because, again, I want people to talk about the the episode, see the episode without having something spoiled for them. And since it came out today, I don't want to do that just yet. So I'm going to go into my non-spoiler thoughts on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And as I've said in previous episodes throughout the last few years since it was announced, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is arguably my most anticipated Disney Plus project coming to date right now in Star Wars and Marvel and really anything that they have coming down the pipeline. And also specifically in the MCU, I've been a big fan of the Captain America storyline from Winter Soldier to Civil War to what they captured in the last two Avengers films. And so I'm excited to see the characters of those movies continue in this television show moving forward, specifically with Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes kind of showcasing the legacy of Captain America, The Shield. I really like the trailers that have come out. I love the action, the story, and I've been hearing some really good things about this show. So I've really been looking forward to what to expect with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I watched the the series premiere earlier this morning, and I do have to say I really, really like where this show is going so far. I very much enjoyed the series premiere. And again, it, it takes a different approach from WandaVision. It's not this sitcom level style television show right out the gate. It's establishing a story. It has really big action sequences. It very much feels like something in the traditional Marvel Cinematic Universe that you would get in their big blockbusters. They definitely spent no expense to make this actually happen. And the action is incredible. There's great aerial sequences with a Falcon that are showcased in this episode. And I will have to say that this also reverts kind of to usual normal television norms that we get in big kind of spectacle television nowadays from something like a Stranger Things or something like a Game of Thrones. The series premiere or the seat, well, in this case, the series premiere is very much utilized to set up the story that we're going to get moving forward. There's not a lot of plot progression, but it's very much about setting up the story, some of the characters and getting people excited of what's to come in the next couple of weeks. And Game of Thrones very much use this in their further season down the road and with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier they don't have 10 episodes to do that so I'm expecting next week and the following few weeks to really expand and involve the story and introduce a lot more of these characters as we go forward but the really amazing thing and the great thing that I think this episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier really did was get us acquainted more so with Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes than we ever have really in the MCU films to date. And this is something that, again, 
acts does what WandaVision did so well in really fleshing out and giving a lot of layers to these characters. You saw that with Wanda Maximoff. Same thing with Vision to really an extent and made you care about these characters so much more than maybe you already did from the MCU films. And that's exactly what they did with Bucky. That's exactly what they did with Sam. And you see the the the, the troubles and the trials and tribulations that they're trying to go through in everyday life. And I think for, again, an establishing episode, they do a great job of really exploring those characters in great depth. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how those characters' journeys continue moving forward. And again, I think it allows also the to, to really see the acting range of somebody like a Sebastian Sand, who again, we, we see some of the characters' journeys evolve throughout the movies, but we really get an idea for what these characters really have gone through in the Infinity Saga and really just this singular episode. So I'm really looking forward to what we see going down with their characters along the line. We get more about their backstories, their 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 personal lives, and, and that was all great as well. And another particular aspect that was really began and spread it as, as a little seed in WandaVision, and when I talk about the cold opening of episode four of that television show, what I loved about it was kind of showcasing another perspective of the blip and everyone and the Avengers snapping everybody back into existence. And it, WandaVision didn't really explore that all that much. They did showcase a little bit of a post-Endgame world, but really in this episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, what they also did so well was continuing to flesh out this post-Endgame world, this post-blip, everybody coming back. What is it really like for everyday people, really? And I think this episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier did a great job of utilizing that. And I'm, again, I'm very much looking forward to things that are coming down the pipeline as well. So again, this really was very much a set up episode for everything that is going on right now. And I think moving forward, again, this is going to flesh out a lot of things for a lot of characters as well. And I think with just six episodes, they are going to have to utilize that because, again, Game of Thrones shows on that level had maybe 10 episodes to do a lot more. With just six episodes, they definitely have a story that they want to tell, but I'm sure they're going to evolve it in the next few episodes to come. And for those that are looking for longer episodes in these kind of shows with Mandalorian and even WandaVision, they were definitely more 30-minute episodes. WandaVision, because it was following a sitcom-level format, if you're looking for something along the lines of, again, a Game of Thrones or something like a Watchmen where it's 50, 45-minute episodes, you're going to get that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think you will get your money's worth with this episode. So again, very good, nothing spectacular, but again, I think for a normal television show, something like this in the MCU, I think it was a great setup for what we're going to get coming down the line. It set up the plot, it set up the conflict, the internal conflicts with these characters. I think the highlight of it was really spending time with our two main leads that we're going to be in the show with from beginning to end in the next few weeks. So I think moving forward that this is really going to be something really exciting and really, really, really happy and really interesting to see down the line. So if you have seen the Falcon and the Winter Soldier premiere episode, what did you think about it? Again, non-spoiler reviews. Let me know what you think down below and leave your thoughts below. And again, on Monday, I will have my spoiler review for Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out and we'll really get into it, dive in deep for some surprises that happen, for some things that I really want to get into on this episode. And now moving on to really the only topic 
that was really big in Hollywood this week that there was a lot of stuff coming out and again I'll have my Zack Snyder Justice League review coming out in the next day or so and then I'll have another review with the spoiler discussions a little later on so definitely be on the look for that in the next few days but the only other news story that I really found that I wanted to talk to you guys about right now is another big release date that was really no surprise that I think is, isn't going to really change anything, but it was definitely something to expect. And that was the move of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, moving away from its June spot to September 17th of this year. And again, that was no surprise because Fast 9 decided to move from May 28th to that June spot that Venom held as well. And again, in, in a climate that we're in right now with COVID still around and but the theatrical exhibition is trying to get back up and running. I think it was a smart decision and an obvious decision for Venom to not go up against a movie like Fast 9, which has a lot more box office clout, has a lot more prestige, a lot more hype surrounding it than something like a Venom 2. So I think it was smart of Sony to move it to September. And again, this is a very encouraging sign for the theatrical landscape and the fact that a lot of these movies are either pushing back, and if they are pushing back, it's not too the next year or so it's moving just a few months so and now that we have la theaters back up and running we have new york theaters back up and running to a a very low capacity but capacity nonetheless i think it's a very encouraging sign that we are going to get some kind of theatrical exhibition somewhere somehow in the next few months and i do believe and it's still up and down if this is really going to happen or not but it seems like black widow could very well be that big big film that kickstarts not just the summer movie season that we're going to get, but also kickstart the official revitalization of the the release schedule of big blockbusters after really kind of being shut down for the last year, year and a half or so. And I think that's a really encouraging sign. And the CEO of Disney, Bob Chapek, has said that it's going to be up in the air. It's going to come down to the wire of if maybe Black Widow does go to Disney Plus or maybe it gets a hybrid release like Rye and the Last Dragon got with the theater and Disney Plus aspect to it. So there's still a lot of things that could go one way or another. But right now, this seems very encouraging with basically a majority of the markets, major theater markets back up and running at this particular moment in time. Studios probably feel a lot more confident that, again, the baby steps of phase one are complete. Now the baby steps of phase two can begin once we get about 50% or more capacity back up and running in the next few months or so, that it's about fixing the box office. It's about fixing the box office. It's about fixing the market in that aspect, going back to the previous days of 2019, 2018, where a lot of these films like a Fast 9, a Black Widow, maybe an In the Heights had the potentiality to reach a billion dollars at the box office. So there's a lot of potential going on there. There's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel right now with vaccinations happening at this given moment in time. And also the fact that hopefully COVID cases are going down. It's very much a positive sign and hopefully we can keep that going for the foreseeable future. And again, for a theatrical exhibition, it's one business that is trying to get back out of the mud along with thousands of other businesses that are trying to get out of what's going on right now. So again, a great sign for one big business that they're able to try to get back on their feet with a lot of big theatrical films. And hopefully something like a Venom Let There Be Carnage can come out in September. And then you get something like A Quiet Place Part 2 in May. And you get something like A Fast 9 in the Heights in June and A Suicide Squad in August. So this is a very much a great sign that this time last year, again, we were maybe confident that, okay, we 
get half a summer movie season. And as the months waned on, it didn't seem like that was going to happen for the first time in a long time. We weren't going to get that big blockbuster summer movie season. This year, it feels like, again, not every single weekend is is filled with blockbusters yet just to get a few blockbusters every single week throughout the next few months between may and august will be a sight for sore eyes to see if people feel comfortable people continue to get vaccinated and hopefully we can beat this thing and see greater light at the end of the tunnel in the next few months so what do you guys think about venom let there be carnage moving to a september 17th slot do you think that's a great date for it again between it's in between something like halloween kills and and a dune but also it's not taking up any space for suicide squad or any of the other things that are coming out in september as well so i think september 17th is a nice sweet spot for that film so what do you guys think about that let me know in the comments and leave your thoughts but with that down and out of the way that will do it for this edition of the sam basel podcast and thank you so much for tuning in be sure to check out my channel for more content again this weekend probably tomorrow i'll have my non-spoiler review for Zack snyder's justice league out and then sometime next week i will have a full spoiler review again like falcon and the winter soldier so people can see that film and can enjoy it and not have a lot of things spoiled right now so be on the lookout for that and so much more on spotify apple podcast stitcher radio public soundcloud and a lot more also make sure to tune down to the ambiguous podcast solutions and be sure to check out the other amazing shows that are on there such as you mad bro the number one source to see what the internet is pissed off about on a weekly basis also check out goal driven professionals geared toward improving client relations return on investment and customer acquisition costs for independent businesses and services also check out the daily grind a weekly motivational podcast with kelly johnson giving you everyday tips and key takeaways on reaching your goals along the way make sure to check out these other amazing shows on the podcast solutions such as wrestling Attic Radio, Fretzelmania Podcast, and Midnight Showing. You can check these out and so much more on the website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, also on Facebook and Twitter at Real Ambiguous. And if you want to check out Canopy Treehouse, use the coupon code Ambiguous. Also, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Basel Samuel, that's B U S E L S A M U E L. And on Facebook at Sam Bissell. Also, you can check out the Sam Bissell podcast where I like to feature interviews with a good friend of mine. We talk about the Oscar nominations. And also, you can find an interview with the author of the release, the Snyder Cut book, Sean O'Connell, who is the managing director over at Cinema Blend. And if you want to hear the full story of how Zack Snyder's Justice League came about and you already watched the film or you're gearing up to watch the film, definitely check out that interview at the Sam Bissell podcast YouTube page. There's a lot of great stuff also over there to check out as well. So once again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Enjoy Zack Snyder's Justice League. And if you're not a fan of any of that stuff and you're looking for something else to watch or you're a sports fan, enjoy the craziness of March Madness this weekend. So until Monday, everybody, be on the lookout for my Zack Snyder Justice League review that'll come out in the next few days or so. And until Monday, everyone, keep on screening.